0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: If we could see the future, babe, you might understand that it's all up to you, babe. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 73, volume 4 of our special week after July 4th edition of Big Fan. You'll remember previous after 4th of July classics like, quote, the one where we caught Al Gargus's yard on fire from a stray firework. Or how could you forget, quote, the one we all got lost at the Southport parade and ended up at the bar some three hours later. Or maybe my all-time favorite, quote, The one we planned to take it easy on the lake, but ended up on some random boat doing upside down monkey chugs at the sandbar. Hank, those are my 4th of July memories They really stand out.
0: Oh, that's terrible. I'm sure we're (laughs) reminding our neighbors why we should not buy 12-year-olds firecrackers, especially from South Carolina. It's been a rough week for them.
1: Rough week. Hang on, Hank. Hang on. My name is Chad East, and I am a big fan of hotels with indoor water parks, sports bars, and escape rooms room service that actually tastes good, and coming back from vacation a day before you have to go to work and it's raining so you don't feel bad laying around in your underwear watching Wimbledon all morning.
0: Sounds pretty good. My name's Hank Imer and I'm a big fan of spending a week in baseball heaven, sitting in your carport after doing yard work all day, and getting to watch an afternoon rainstorm.
1: Mm, Lovely, Hank.
0: Not having... And finally, not having to suffer with terrible toys for your kids because they've grown out of them ah,
1: yes. for their birthday. Yeah. So, birthday coming up for Harris. I take it. Yes. It is correct. today. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Coming to you live from Hickory, North Carolina. Live, Car- live from Hickory, North Carolina, June the thirteenth. So, Hank, what is on the agenda for Harris's birthday? Then we'll jump into our after Fourth of Jul- July festivity, the sure. episode where we talk about what happened sure. during the fourth. Sure. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead.
0: Uh, we are having dumb, dumb, and dumber over his some of his buddies, I'm sure. And uh, I think uh, we're just going to uh, marinate. Is this 13? This is 13. Whoa, that's
1: a big year. Teenager.
0: It is a big year. You, you've gone through both. Yeah. Your girls are both teenagers. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I, I think I'm glad that it's at the end of summer because, you know, you get this at the beginning of summer, and you can get in some trouble. Are you
1: considering July thirteenth, end of summer? It's getting towards the this is back. The out. mid part of summer. This s- is this is think about this. This is when you know when we were young growing up. You know we got out of school end of May, early June. So you had all of June. You really didn't even think about it. Toward the mid part of July, you're on the downward slope. This is when you start thinking about yes, school is just a month and a half away. Yeah. Terrible feeling. That is a terrible, terrible feeling. So on the agenda, we're going to. I think we're going to go to Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Let's see what I'm doing here. Yeah, you're, you're chopping. chopping. You're chopping.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! The microphone fell.
1: Microphone check.
0: Yeah, the hibachi. That's it. You yes. know that is a great uh, place for uh, COVID, <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to jump right back into it. Yes. So we're going to jump right into it. But, it, you know, everybody wants to go to Kobe on their birthday. Yes,
1: that's, everybody. That's where my girls always want to go to. So after the Kobe, this is back in the day, this is what we would do. We'd eat at Kobe, and then we would go to Putt-Putt, okay? Oh, all right. I mean, any chance putt puts on the agenda. Maybe Utterly Delicious. Utterly, of course. And Olivia's working today. Today she's working. She's working from three to close.
0: Okay, is close so, what time, nine? Nine-ish. Okay. Nine-ish during
1: the week, yes. Maybe we go there and we...
0: We have us a milkshake, a thick milkshake, maybe a thin one, maybe
1: whatever one she decides to serve you. That's fine. Yes, that's fine.
0: So that's 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 about the extent of it. But you know, the my my big fan part is is you know when they were little and you'd have to buy just junk for their birthday and you're like this thing sucks, terrible. It's terrible. Yes, right. At least now you know he wants a pair of shoes. And, you know, he wants a baseball glove and, you know, stuff like that. He he wants stuff that I can get behind. Right. I can't get behind that
1: other terrible stuff. Yeah. Because the other terrible stuff, you know, it would be like one hit wonder, one week wonder. He'd have it or she would have it and play with it maybe just for a few minutes and then never again. Yeah, never, never again. Never. We actually have we're tasked by Jennifer for her birthday, which was a couple weeks ago. She asked, I don't want any presents. I want you to clean out the playroom and what the playroom in our, is our house is a little room that's attached to the den. That's all the girl's stuff is just been put over there for, for years and years. So our task is to go through, you know, these things and clean it out. We went through, do you remember these phases of little people's lives? Do you remember the slime time? Oh, sure. Slime was
0: huge. Harris right? has a His carpet is ruined in his bedroom
1: because sure. of it. Same, same at our house. Then there was another thing. They were called, squishies or yeah squishies yeah so that was another phase um yeah, pop the pop pop-its yeah, pop-its. popits yeah so that was a phase so anyway you're finding all of these little trinkets and doodads that lasted you know some a day some a week the slime at our house lasted a whole summer oh wow that was a pretty big deal but anyway we're throwing it all away hank okay memories, so so memories. can i
0: do something go ahead because if this is your wife's birthday present yes. and her birthday has already come by, yes. I'm going to set a date for you and I want an update. Okay. <laughs> sure. Jennifer, this is for you. Okay. This is for that, you. Man. I want by the time the kids go back in school, because you know, once they don't go back and once it's they go and it's go, it's over, it's over. Those girls are not going to do it. So I expect to have like video coverage of before and after. Okay. Jennifer, so- <laughs>
1: that was for you. So you know, wonder Jennifer says she likes you so much more than me. You know, I mean, no. you're always on her side.
0: I'm just trying getting to get some tasks done. Because if that doesn't get done, you're the worst gift giver <laughs> ever.
1: And well, I'm already that anyway. But you know, that would just put the cherry on top. But it will be done. Okay, mark my word. Hey, first God, day of right, school. First day of school. It shall be. Clean. That gives you
0: like a month. I
1: know, I've got pl- plenty of time. Okay, plenty of time. So speaking about speaking of time. So over the last two weeks. You know you've been on quite a few adventures, mm-hmm. some real positive and some kind of really scary and negative, yeah. which we're going to jump into yeah, yeah, yeah. me the same the same case. I went on an adventure. Well, let's start quickly with yours, your positive adventure that you went on over the fourth,
0: yeah, we went to uh, Cooperstown. It was yeah. right before the fourth, right and so and yeah. so you know that is baseball mecca. Mm-hmm. that's you know it's if you're a baseball guy, which I fancy myself. That is where you want to go. There's so much history. There's so I mean, so we went up there for a baseball tournament, but we did the uh, Hall of Fame. And you know, you think this little town? Why does this get it? it gives you the story of Abner Doubleday, who started baseball. Okay. He was from Cooperstown, right? Okay, they have the very first ball that he ever made. No way, stitched ball. Think about how priceless that is—the very, very first f- baseball. Unbelievable. Okay, yeah. they have stuff like Honus Wagner's. Uh, rookie or card, which is $9 million. They have Babe Ruth World Series, top to bottom, his uniform with his bat and his glove. Mm, How cool. much is that worth? Right? right. Priceless. Priceless. So as a baseball fan, it just walks you through it, which was incredible. It was incredible. But we also got to play in Cooperstown Dream Park, which is, for a kid, it's heaven on earth. I mean it is heaven on earth. So we play and these games. For you, it was. It's a slice of heaven. It was. It, right? it was. Yeah. So you play baseball, you play two games a day, and then during your downtime, everybody would either do one of two things. They would trade pins with other kids because everybody had their pins, right? Yes. Or you'd play wiffle ball. And you look across Boy. the field and you'd say, Hey, losers from California. You want a piece of this North Carolina action? Right? And so you would end up playing wiffle ball against other, you know, other towns, other places. And so it was, it was really cool to watch. You know, it was a lot of work for a coach because you had to wash the uniform, you know, get uniforms washed mm-hmm. and get them bathed and everything. But uh, I'd do it every summer if I could. I'd do it every summer. Can you do it? Or is no, it it's just twelve years what? old.
1: Twelve years. Twelve years old. That's twelve line. years old. So interesting. Because
0: the reason that they do that is they play on a small field until they turn thirteen. Oh, uh, Okay. So they play on fifty foot from the mound to the plate and a seventy feet are the bases and those 12 year olds hit home runs on these small fields and they Mm -hmm. feel big and you know, they're, they're able to score on certain balls. We're getting ready to take these boys to the big field, major Mm -hmm. league size field. And it's discouraging. (laughs) You don't get hit balls out of the out in, you know, it's just discouraging. So this is where you fall in love with the
1: game. Got it. Awesome. Well, it sounds like your team probably did during that trip. Let me tell you a little bit about my adventure. So when you were coming back from Cooperstown, I was leaving to go to Nashville, Tennessee for Lucy Rose's national dance competition. And so it's pretty awesome. Lucy went with her friends early on a Thursday or Wednesday. Jennifer drove down with her girlfriends and the moms on the next day. And then Olivia and I drove down on a Saturday. So we get down there on a Saturday. We're staying at the world-famous Gaylord... Grand Ole Opry Hotel. It's the largest hotel in the country without a casino. 2,000 rooms, maybe. I don't know the exact number, but just massive. And it's 54 acres. Wow. And the majority of it is indoors. So you're walking from air one, conditioned Yes. It's wow. under this huge dome, Hank. It's the craziest thing. So let me just tell you a few things about the hotel, which I just thought were pretty incredible. So when I, well, even when my girls were little, if we stayed at a hotel, wherever we went, the first thing we do is we go on an adventure. Let's go learn the lay of the land. So we know where the ice machine is, the, con- the concession stuff, where the pool is, where the exercise room is, where the video game arcade is, you know, all those kinds of things. This is 54 acres. We we could have stayed two weeks and not found everything. Yeah. But we get there and we say, All right, J- mommy's taken care of, girls, let's go, let's go on our adventure. So we stroll down, and the only way I can describe how you could find there's eight sections. There's six atriums that are covered with restaurants and bars in the middle, and they break off to all these sections where the rooms are. And they're all color-coded by the carpet. You know, so the, the red carpet is for Greenville section, and the blue carpet is like the whatever you know i'm saying just different groups
0: yeah are there shops in here too dude it's like a little city inside of the
1: hotel so the first adventure we went on we cruised down and we found out where lucy rose was dancing and i'm not i'm not kidding you this convention center inside the hotel there were ballrooms in there that were football fields long you know and not one 20 Wow. That's how massive this place is. I was just blown away by it. But anyway, we find out where Lucy Rose has to dance the next day, and we go on an adventure. And so we're cruising, and then you're in a hotel, and then all of a sudden you can imagine an atrium, and you're walking over a bridge, and you look down, and there are boats, like in gondolas mm-hmm. going under you. There are boats that will take you from one side of the hotel to the other. Hmm. Just crazy. Continue on. We get past a couple of things, and I was like, man, there's got to be... You know, it's other stuff to do. And sure enough, we walk through this area, and it's just an adults-only area, meaning night. It says your place to spend the night or something. Well, you got Jack Daniel's Restaurant and Bar. You've got a sports bar. You've got three or four other bars and shops like it's like you're I I don't know, it's like you're walking into an entire different city, right. But you're still inside the hotel. So we get all the way through there and the coolest part is said the basement, these huge letters, neon sign, and it pointed to some downstairs and it was spelled B-A-S-S-M-E-N-T. And so when you start going down the stairs, all you hear is hip hop. Boom, 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 boom. It was coming, coming out. So you go down and there's this huge arcade, like the arcade you would find like at Great Wolf Lodge oh, wow. or something, you know? Right. Connected to the Great Wolf Lodge, downstairs area, the arcade, is a theater where you can and 20 of your friends can go in and you have these fake guns and you're shooting at a screen. You've got uh, a rock climbing wall and it's attached to an indoor water park with one of those things you get up on the surf oh, yeah. and a wave pool oh, wow. and two lazy rivers. This is inside the hotel That's room. crazy. This is our first hour adventuring. have only been to a quarter of the hotel. So the rest of the week, we spent exploring, found all kinds of other great stuff. But anyway, what an opening to Nashville. What a great, great time. You so, know, I was just there a couple of weeks before you. Oh, that's right, because you suggested that we go to the Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What's it called? 1230, 1230. Separate Club. Yes, which yeah. we did. And we were stayed where the paupers stayed, which was on the first floor, where I heard you were to the second floor where the rich people go. Way to go, Hank.
0: You You just had to walk up there. You
1: You made it, kid. You made it. But anyway, so we did all that stuff. We went to the African-American Music Museum, which was easily the coolest museum I've ever been to in my Mm -hmm. life. I mean, phenomenal. All
0: music-based or just an African-American
1: museum? All African-American music Music museum. So and anyway, I can't even explain it to you, but just one of the coolest museums, they did everything right. They gave you a wristband, and it give you, like, let's say there's a hip-hop section and a blues section and R&B and Motown and so-and-so. And it, there's these booths that you can go in, create beats, you can sing, you can do all these things, and all you do is hold your wristband up, and it hits it, and it creates a playlist of all the things that you've done. And when you get home, they email it to you. All the songs, you, every song you listen to in there, everything you created, cool. all on a list for you so you can listen to it when you get back.
0: I saw a picture of you with uh, Eric B. and Rockham stuff.
1: Yes. So there was a whole hip-hop Eric B. and Rakim section. Section, yeah, so I saw. I, so that was the coolest. So we spent hours in there. But anyway, long story short, I'm going to uh, get everybody bored by the Nashville trip itself because I'm telling you, Nashville is not a boring place by any no, means No, it is not. It is the coolest. It's a lot. So So much energy. So, Lucy finished first overall in thirteen to fifteen, and then third. I think overall the whole shebang. But that's the the nationals. But gather. so how proud you know just so such a proud daddy. Um, but I do have to tell you this story. I've heard but, this story. Already. No, that's a different story. So, I. Have never been on a trip like this with the dance crew. I have right? heard
0: the story. I didn't tell you the whole story.
1: <laughs> so there's dance dads and there's dance moms that sure. go on the trips and they, their kids have been dancing together since they were four years old. Is
0: it as dramatic as the TV show would make it out to be? It's,
1: no, no, not as dramatic, but. That is factual because there's always drama, and yeah. I'm not going to get into all the no, drama. No, no, no. I just but want to tell you the fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So these dance dads, it's kind of you got to think about this. It's almost like high school cliques, and yeah. I'm not talking about the kids because, of course, they're you know they're a team, but you know yeah, they've yeah. got their
0: one bud, that's better than exactly.
1: the other. Well, the moms and dads the same exact way. Really? Yes. So the way it normally works is if your daughter is a certain age, those moms kind of stick together, and then the younger girls who are actually dancing with the older girls. Their moms kind of stick together. Well, the dads, there's not that many of them, so there's just a solid group of five dads, let's say, right? Dads, yeah. And so what they do is, thank God none of them wear, like, dance dad shirts because you'll see them all over the place at dance competitions. Dance dad, my daughter is a star, and I'm the star maker. I mean, just weird, weird stuff. So anyway, the group of five dads hanging out. I'm not in the clique. And so like, I walk by, hey, what's up, y'all? They're like, just give me the head nod. Oh. So well, I got to keep on cruising. on. So you know, they're not inviting me in. That's fine. So I go and do all the events with the women, right? So I tag along with all the women to the African uh, Music uh, Museum. We go to 1230 with the women. We go to this little food place. Yes. That, you know, yeah, the, market, food hall, the, market, market, the food hall. market hall. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah. incredible. Which is incredible. A whole nother place. And so I'm with the women all day long. <laughs> so there's, let's say, 10 of them and all the kids. And so when we get back to the hotel, I'm like, you know, Again, get I, I, need, I need a little me time. I need to have a drink and like, I want to explore all these bars that are here. It's very cool. Well, I, I'm walking and I see the dads. They're in a the group and I have my cooler because I, t- I was taking my little cooler everywhere. And I have my music on in my chat bag on my back. So, <laughs> so you're
0: bringing beer into a <laughs> restaurant?
1: Because, no, so what they have these bars set up everywhere near the pools and all this so i was like i'm not gonna a beer was 14 dollars at this place so i had my yeti and i'd make a little drink and i'd sit by the pool and i'd read or whatever and so they're over there and i'm like chad you know what man just go over there you yeah. know don't, i'm don't. hanging i'm hanging over here by myself and they're all over there taking fireballs they're having a the time yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. so i said if they're reading
0: you in a Yeah, exactly
1: there. so they're, but no music that's key there's no music it's just conversation and whatever and fireball so, and fireballs yes and so i got up from my my chair and i went over and was like hey guys i don't know if y'all know me but i'm lucy rose's dad my name is chad east and i'm you know this is my first time at nationals you know it's First timer. First yeah, first timer. I've been out here, with I mean. your wife all day. <laughs> I've been with the ladies all day. Um I didn't say it like that, but I did say hey, I'm Chad and introduce myself and they were like, Yeah, we know you, Chad. And uh they were like, You drink? I was like <laughs> uh, little bit, A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And they were like, Well, sit down. So I sat down, started shooting the bull with them for a little bit. You know, got fifteen minutes to say, so it's comfortable getting to know them. It's not like it's a you know, it would be We have a little bit of rapport. Right. Well, then some of the moms come and they grab the dads away and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hey, man, we're planning to meet up at this little area here at 9. Come. And so it's about 8.15. I was like, all right, I'll see if I can get up there. So good. Men do my, and women, or just uh, well, it's the the, the dads are planning, the dads. It, but the women come. I see okay. this is new. I didn't know this is how it worked. The okay. dads plan the spot, and then everybody just shows up at the spot. And the spot is normally a really cool place tucked in the corner of this massive hotel where the cops and people won't come, so you can do whatever you want to do, which is just hang out. So anyway, it's uh about eight fifty five. I said, Jen, I'm going up there, and uh, just come when you and Lucy Rose or and Olivia are ready if the girls want to come. So I go up. Turn my music on before I get there. So I got a beat playing when I walk up. And they were like, hey, Chad. So come over. So I come over, and the beat's popping, you know. And so they start popping their head. And they're like, the one thing we've been missing on all these trips is music. Music. So I was like, well, let's begin. So I got the little speaker out. And I was like, let's all take turns picking a song that we like. And so we went around. That's how it started. And the next thing, you know, that started at 9. We were there till 1.30 in the morning.
0: It's the Chad East effect. I, I got him.
1: It's I the Chad East effect. Yes. You're
0: like the devil.
1: Yes. Yeah. So anyway, all the moms came up. We just had a ball. So that is my story of dance dads and dance moms and how I became one.
0: You, you, you yeah, united.
1: Like, okay, I unite, I, well, they were already united, but I was able to become a dance mom and a dance dad. Is this where you combo. danced
0: and took off your shirt?
1: I danced a little bit. I sure did, Hank. Okay. sure did. So anyway, there you go, Nashville.
0: Sound, hey, you gave it your all.
1: I did. And on the way home, I got to talk to you about this because I don't know if you've fallen to this cult yet, but there is a convenience store that's taking over the nation. It's called Bucky's. Yep, I've and heard what, it. You've heard about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had just heard all these stories, and but I'd never seen it, and I heard that they have a beef jerky bar, and they make... Their own brisket and barbecue in there. They've got their own line of candies and chips, and it's just the biggest convenience store in the world. So, when we're passing, uh, coming back home, you see all these signs stop here at Bucky's, Bucky's in 80 miles, kind of like how South of the Border does their yep. um, billboards. So, finally, we get there, and I said, Olivia, we got to at least see this. Even if we don't go in, we've got to drive by. So, of course, we get off the exit. There are at least 200 gas tank things, you know, whatever. So you pull your car up, 200, it is massive. And uh, we pull in, and she was like, are we going in? I was like, man, we'd kill ourselves if we didn't walk, at least walk in to see what Bucky's is all about. So we get out of the car, we're walking in, and we notice there's like 100 like, coolers with Bucky's logos, there's towels hanging, there's sheets, there's bathing, all this stuff outside of Bucky's. You know, I mean, Bucky's everywhere. Yeah. So we go inside, and it almost like... Takes you away. There's so many people, and there's so many little beaver logos of Bucky's everywhere. You kind of get caught up in the mix. Did and you? I said, there's the beef jerky bar. So I hurried. I hustled over to the beef jerky bar. Sure. 40 flavors of beef jerky. I don't even like beef jerky that much. I ordered a pound. Come over here. I look at my right. Barbecue's up. Barbecue sandwich. I'm stuffed. I grabbed two for the road. Two for the road. Ice cream. Ice cream sundays. You know what I mean? before i know it we've dropped about you know $85 in Yo. there when we weren't even going to buy anything in there but i look around people so it's a cult they once you get in there they hook you and so people had, had like bathing suits yeah. with little beavers yeah. on it t-shirts underwear licorice i mean any product you can name the bucky's brand is a guy we
0: play tennis with had the cooler had the cooler the other day exactly exactly and he got it from and he Buc-ee's. actually said would somebody like a drink, drink. from my Bucky cooler?
1: <laughs> it's taking over the world, dude, so okay. be careful. All right. Just don't get caught up in the hype like I did. I'm a skeets guy. Okay. So, <laughs> you mean sheets? Sheets. Sheets, yes. Okay. okay. I, take sheets, what you see it a Bucky's is, I would say, eight times. Eight she- times? And it's massive. It's like a, it's like a, a Walmart convenience store. Wow, it's I got to get up on there. It's crazy. So Bucky's, check it out. I will.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story.
1: All right, Hank, so that's kind of wraps up what I did for the 4th. Um, saw some fireworks and all the good stuff too, but you know, you'd had another adventure as well that was just a little bit scary over the last week.
0: Yeah, yeah, know no, it was. Uh, with us. It was. Uh, we do the Bear Run, which is a five mile run up from Linville to the Swinging Bridge, and there's about nine hundred people. It's one of these events that is so cool, and um, you, they, they, the registration opens up one morning at like seven a.m., and it is done by about
1: seven o six. I heard it was one of the most popular races in the country
0: could be. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I yeah. believe it. 900, 900 is a really successful race. Right. So, and what makes it kind of cool is you start, it's at night. So it starts at seven and Linville a small mm-hmm. town. You know, I mean, it's small. You start at this one, uh, stoplight and you run up the road and you take a right, you get on this gravel road and you run up and it's all uphill. Mm-hmm. You run up this gravel road. And then after about mile two and a half, you start hearing music and you smell smoke and you hear chanting and you hear all this Hmm. stuff and you come out and you're at the Highland games. and Everybody like camps out for the Highland games for a week. And so there's people there and they're drinking and partying and, so you're cooking, running, you run this. through them oh, and they, and awesome. they stand in a line and they're, Hey, way to go. Keep going. So, um, and they all got kilts on and stuff. And so you run through the, uh, the field, like the athletic field where they have bleachers set up and there's families sitting out there. Cool. And so you run through there. And then when the last runner goes by is when they start the Highland games. No so this no is way. like the start of the Highland games. So when you come Sorry. out, out of there, you go up. And, uh, you run the last two miles to the swinging bridge, which is very steep, a lot of switchbacks, but beautiful view. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, uh, last switchbacks or a couple of last switchbacks, um, is if you remember where, um, Forrest Gump was running and they actually have a sign that says Forrest Gump curve okay. and it's when he was running, he was up there. So a cool. uh, beautiful race. I've, I've, done it probably, I don't know, six, six, maybe times or so. And, um, always have enjoyed it. We got a good crowd that goes up there. So we went up there and it was myself, uh, LT and Leela, his wife was going to go with us, but Leela wasn't feeling good. So she gave her bib to CJ Hines. Okay. So we get up there and on one side of the street, when, you know, you get your bib and you get your shirt and you go put it in the car and then you come back out there. And then at the beginning of the race, it's always been this way ever since we did it. One side of the road has all the, like a bunch of runners, like 700 of the 900 runners. And then another side has the stragglers, maybe 150 to mm-hmm. 200, but you know, still a lot of people there. And so we're sitting there and we're just kind of relaxing, waiting for the race to start. And we're about 10 minutes away. And I'm facing a van that was used to take metals up to the top and take people up to the top. And it was a, a race yeah. use van. Yeah. And I see it start to move and it, the guy hits the gas and it starts barreling
1: towards us, right? How far were you from the van?
0: 30 feet, maybe. Wow. Okay. okay. Four, you know, I mean, 30, yeah, probably 30, 40 feet. So he hits a lady and she kind of bounces off. And right then everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But that lady doesn't, she cuts her leg when she gets a contusion on her head. Um, but she doesn't, you know, she's mm-hmm. okay. Right. Then he hears people like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he is accelerating at this point. That's when I felt like it was like a, not a terrorist attack, sure. but like I felt like somebody was doing something to Purposely. harm people. Yeah. And so he kept accelerating. Well, this other guy that was standing, I would say, eight to 10 feet from me. He tries to run to, to avoid the car and he gets hit and he goes under the wheel and it compound fr- fractures his leg. Sheesh. At that point I start running and there was a lady beside him that actually went under the van and she, I mean, she actually was killed in yeah, this thing. So terrible. And so it, we had a good friend of ours that was standing right there and the van kept accelerating, kept accelerating after hitting these people and, it hit that side-by-side side that our friend was sitting at LT was standing at. Yeah. And when I was running, I had my back to where he would have been. And when I spun around and I saw it hit that, I was like, LT's hurt. Like he, he there's no way he avoided that's that. That's
1: exactly the spot where he was. Exactly. Standing.
0: I yeah. was like, there's no way he avoided it because he wasn't beside me. Cause yeah. he didn't run with me, but he had ran backwards and with the car turning, it missed him. Yeah. He was inches away from getting hit. Holy cow. And, um, you know, the sad thing is, is when the van hit the road, the guy who was 80-plus years old got his senses back. He panicked. He, yeah. he said there wasn't any malfunction or anything. He panicked. And he got it in drive. And, you know, you got to think how odd that situation is because a lot of people are like, who's this guy? Who's out to hurt us? And then right. out pops this 80-year-old man who's obviously very, hurt by the scenario and he yes. wants to help. And then people are like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, right. it was a, oh, weird, a weird, it was a weird scenario, scene. Yeah. Um, but there are doctors and nurses everywhere that came out of the woodwork to help all these people. And, um, you know, there were luckily, I mean, you, you think about 900 people standing right there Four uh, you know three were injured and one ultimately lost her life. But, Jeez. um, it was a, it was a awful occurrence. It just, it is the definition of accident. It is also the definition of, anything can happen, you know, I mean, right. like any, you gotta be, have your wits about you wherever sure. you are because, um, you know, that lady certainly didn't anticipate having that happen
1: or that. Evening. And it's also like seconds, you know, like, let's say LT doesn't, it hesitates for another second. Yeah. You know, he could, I mean, it could have been terrible or let's say Leela. She gave her bib to CJ. Yep. Little might have been standing beside her. You know, that just yep. makes you think of all these little, small little details that if one or two seconds change or a decision changes, that everything changes.
0: Yeah, and you know, know if so if wild. that guy wouldn't have turned, now I see why he turned, because he wanted to get on the street, I guess. I don't okay. know, because yeah. he was turning towards the street. But if he would have stayed straight, there would have been five guys from Hickory that would have been messed up, mm. you know. And so, you know, and it is kind of funny. The first lady that got hit, that had the head contusion, the guy that had a compound fracture from what I understand their husband and wife because they would have been side by side sure, you know sure. or side and uh, but you're right, I thought about what if you know what if Leela would have been standing beside him you know CJ was beside me right and so we like I said we were feet away from it where Lt was inches away from it but you're right what if you know Lt was looking in another direction yeah for that much longer so it was I mean it is a it was a terrible situation, and you saw everybody. You know, the other thing is, is when you're in a crowd like that and there's something happened, there is, and I don't judge anybody on this. There's how people react to a situation. Some people cannot be near it have to, like, there are people that were walking down the road, could not be near it. There are people that run towards it and want to help. And there's people that are like support of that. And it kind of reminds you of, you know, like when there's trouble, our soldiers are running towards bullets, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what, you know, you see people how like, you know, they all interact, but it was a, it was a weird and crazy evening. Obviously they called the race off. They wanted to try to, and I I appreciate them wanting to do it. They they wanted to try to run it Mm -hmm. after the scene was cleared and safe. Um, And everybody said that they wanted to run it. He asked if there were any objection and nobody objected to it, but um, later found out because they had all the EMS was using on uh, the people that were um were injured, they didn't have any help on there. And then God forbid somebody have a heart attack oh, during yeah. the race or, you know, something else happened. Yeah. So um, they decided not
1: to do it. Think about that too. Your adrenaline has you has, at an all time high after something like that. Right. Oh, yeah. And then to get, come back down. And some people were probably in shock. I mean, I can't even imagine the emotions that are going through, like what y'all went through. And then to kind of, that's a tough race. Then you got a rally, all your, your, energy and power from within and you need your adrenaline to kick in at some time too. Well, you just used it all yeah. during that event. So that would be tough to run. But anyway, yeah, that's a scary, scary storm. Glad that y'all are okay. Um yeah. Anyway, tough to yeah. think just, you know, seconds and inches away from
0: really,
1: yeah. really bad stuff. But anyway, so let's go to a little happier time. Hank. let's so, do, let's do, let's go. So while I was sitting in the hotel in Nashville uh, Because Lucy Rose would dance early in the morning and I would kind of just me and Olivia would hang back and uh, the movie Tommy Boy popped on and you remember Tommy Boy Love it, classic from the early let's say well mid 90s let's say maybe 96 97 something like that and we were watching it and I was like oh Olivia I remember this movie from co- right out of college and and I was just curious so back in the day you know. I was a com. I like to watch comedy movies, which you did too, right? And we've I got did. some of our favorites, and you know, and and all that good stuff. And so I started like grouping them in times of my life. You know, I had the Tommy Boy group, and that was like. Tommy Boy and Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura and Mask. That was right, my 95, 96, 97, right out of college kind of comedies. And it it seemed like I'd always watch them in the summer. Summer reminds me of watching comedies. I don't know. Whether it be at the movie theater with my buddies during summer vacation or whatever. And so uh, I got that little group. And then I was like, well, what other groups are there? So then I remember the early 2000 groups that was like old school and Anchorman and Hangover and Wedding Crashers and all that group. And it seemed like they came out, boom, 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 during the summer. That's when we watched them. And then I even started thinking back even further. So I had a junior high kind of comedy list. So when I was in junior high, I was like Pee Wee, well, that's probably a little bit older but or younger, Coming to America and like Revenge of the Nerd and Spaceballs and The Toy and Summer Rental and all those. And so I pieced all these together in my mind. And I was thinking, you know, back then, all of those that I named are Five out of five stars. I mean, none of them are bad. Sure. Fantastic. But would they still hold up? Yeah. You know, so that was the question I asked myself. Yeah. So when I got back home, and I know this will be blasphemy on the show. I know it will be, because you're a big fan, and I know a producer Moose is. But I'll just go down, like, I'll start with one, like Spaceballs. When I'm little, nothing is funnier. There is nothing funnier than the lines, which you have one of your favorite lines. Yeah. Go ahead and say it if you'd like. (laughs) To
0: to comb comb the beach. Yeah. Have you found anything? No, I haven't. How about you? Nothing here, sir. How about y'all? We haven't found shit.
1: Yes, exactly, which is a classic. Everybody loves that line. And, you know, everybody loves that movie. So I went back when I got home from Nashville, and I started going through a couple of these movies. Mm-hmm. Baseballs. not your joint. does not hold up. It's not that it's not my joint. It just does not hold up. It's not funny anymore it's to me. Funny. It's, funny moves. it's
0: funny. It's funny. And, Moose, it's funny. You don't worry about it. It's funny. Uh, it's just... It's a different kind of funny. Of course. It's of a different course. kind of funny. I mean, if you are le- if you're comparing old school to Spaceballs, you know, I mean, they're just two different kinds of things. It's Understood. like that Spaceballs has to be in the realm of Airplane. It does. And, and I, Airplane and is on the list. Naked Gun. Yes. And that you know that kind of funny.
1: Even that's funny cuz I used to think Airplane was the number the funniest movie of all time. And I was, I still love it. It will always remain on my list but those jokes, it, some of it just doesn't hold up anymore. But I still love it. So, tell me about this. Like coming to America, always is it funny. will always hold up. Right, it will always this, hold up. I agree. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Have you given that one a shot in the last like five years? No, not so, good. Not good. You're not okay. Paging Mister Herman. <laughs> That's the best part of the whole movie. Yeah, it, great, it was.
0: Right? I, I agree with you. And, and this may not make people happy. But I think Ace Ventura is kind of tough now. Like I don't, I don't think it's the the greatest that it was when it first came. I out.
1: haven't seen it, but I would guess you're right. We should probably give it a shot again. I bet we wouldn't think it's. Are funny. you asking
0: me to watch a movie I, with you? I,
1: actually, you know while we were on the trip? We listened to a couple podcasts, and they were like. If you don't take Hank to a movie within the next month, this is my family. Yeah. We're going to be very upset with you. They man. should be. Okay, so we'll try to, we'll get that in. And so maybe Ace Ventura, you know, also went even further back to like elementary school or early junior high. There was a movie called Fletch. There was a movie called Three Amigos. Do you remember those? Heck yeah. The Three Amigos? I thought back in the day, Three Amigos was the best. I wonder if it holds up. I don't know now, man. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. The ones that I know, though, will hold up are old school Anchorman, Hangover, Wedding Crashers. Those will never get old. Never. Got it. Got to be good. Ever. I feel, I haven't watched this in forever because Dumb and Dumber was my top three of all time funnies. Do you think that's still funny? I think it's
0: still funny. Do you? I do. I think it's funny because, you know, you can see, like, I can see Harris watch it. I saw him watch it for the first time. Okay, what he, have, he thought man, it was hilarious. Oh, good.
1: So that's always important if the younger generation can watch it and think it's funny, you know? That's important. Yeah,
0: he thought it was hilarious, but he's also a 12 year old boy. Right. You know, I mean, they talk about 12 year old boys. It's like two 12 year old boys. Sure,
1: sure. So, um, anyway, I was just curious. So, that will be our movie date. We'll pick a couple and we'll watch them and we'll come back and report to the audience if they hold up or not.
0: Can we do it before the first day of school? Like, we'll just keep that timeline? Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll just keep that timeline.
1: Yes. Okay. One more thing related to school. So, my daughter, Olivia is studying. She's you know, a senior, she's, right? She'll be a senior next yeah. year. And so they gave her like all these things to read. You know, we had to do summer reading. Well, her summer reading is Macbeth by Shakespeare. Ah, delightful and, book. Oh, what a fabulous book. And so she was like, dad, do you remember Shakespeare? I was like, yeah, Olivia, but that was 30 years ago. Yeah. I, I don't remember the story of Macbeth. I remember nothing. And she kind of got frustrated by that, which I understand because you want your dad to have all the answers. And this one doesn't have many when it comes to, you know, Shakespeare.
0: Because, or math, oh, or, <laughs> yes, or, or, anything. or anything.
1: Because, to be quite honest, I don't ever. I really think I read Macbeth, Olivia. I'm sorry. I think it was strictly Cliff Notes, and I still probably struggled knowing what they were talking about.
0: You know that's that's a big step for you. I'm honest to admit
1: that it's <laughs> a big step. I know I'm I'm, I'm being honest here on the, on the mic for for the first time ever. But yes, it was the Cliff Notes, okay. and yeah. So you know, we're here in the honest. <laughs> Circle trust your trust tree. We're in the trust, oh, tree. the trust tree. We're in the trust, in the trust tree. tree. No the, Macbeth was reading. No, did you read it?
0: I'm pretty sure I read
1: it. No, come on. <laughs> Cliff notes. I'm
0: pretty sure I read it. Okay, whatever.
1: So anyway, this is my apology out to Olivia and to any other Shakespearean fans. I cannot get down with Shakespeare. Just can't do it. I don't think I ever will. I think I remember maybe trying to act like I was romantic and being a big Shakespeare fan and a, a poet when I was trying to woo Jennifer, or, you know, whatever. Um, as a young buck, but I can't lie anymore. Can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Shakespeare's not for me.
0: Okay, yeah. I yeah. got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's hey, that's all right. It's all right that you admit it.
1: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, while we're here, we're uh, our producers putting up seven best Macbeth, Macbeth adaptations. Yep. Um, so maybe I can get into some Shakespeare by watching one of these, but. Probably not.
0: Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to say that this is probably not going to be the one. Two of the two of the three of the four are Macbeth. I mean, it's just the movie. <laughs> yes. I was no. Right, there's, there's more than more, that. Yes. Oh wow. It's there. more
1: than that. I was hopeful. They're all Macbeths. They're all they're Macbeths. All Macbeths. So it's just reboots of Macbeths in some director's own way. In other words, watch the movie so you don't have to read the cliff notes. <laughs> Very smart, Moose. Very smart. Speaking of Moose, who is our producer, um. The best producer, um, I'd say, in Hickory, North Carolina. So he has got a couple really good shows coming up at the home. And so this weekend is The Extraordinaires that are on Saturday. And then the following weekend, Moose, if you can speak to this just a little bit. They're called The Fritz right yeah they are the fritz they are is, the fritz they are
0: nuts they're so good don't miss that don't, i don't have heard
1: that if at all of the lineup that has been brought to hickory so far this one is the one to see of course we want to see all of them but this is the one to see so yeah i've been trying to get these guys for a long
0: time and where their schedules just we're able to we were able to get them and uh Man, Hickory's got to show out for this one. It's going to be great.
1: Awesome. Well, I, the word has already been spread. Um, I, I was at tennis the other day, and everybody was talking about, are you going, are you going? So hopefully it'll be a big, big turnout, and we'll show the fritz that uh, Hickory supports them, and we really are into some live music for sure. Hank, anything going on this weekend, buddy?
0: Uh, we're going to play a last baseball tournament, so we're yes. going to go do that in Asheville. But, um, you know, it's kind of nice because then, you know, summer – you know, you don't have any obligations for the rest of summer unless we want to make an obligation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is uh, kind of our last hurrah for our baseball season. A question for you, though. True. I'm sitting over here and I'm trying to piece together our podcast and what's going on. Yeah. And I believe, I didn't
1: realize this, but you're
0: wearing a mustache
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a mustache for, let's say, in last month. Okay, so you're going. Yes. you're a mustache guy now. You know, okay. know, for this month. We'll okay. see what happens next. I month.
0: can't wait to see your new sports car <laughs> <laughs> and your denim jacket yes. in the fall. Because,
1: you know, I go through waves. You know, I had the mullet. We call it the Falcon. Okay. Do you remember the <laughs> yeah, Falcon? I, I had I the Falcon very tight in the sides. It was long in the back. You know, and that transferred uh, to now the mustache. The
0: mustache. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I just got to tell you, I'm... I'm a big fan. Thank you very I'm much, buddy.
1: I'm a big fan. Thank you. I, I did, very you, you were much. hiding behind the microphone, <laughs> then you picked out, and I said, whoa. Yes, I saw it smiling at you like Magnum P.I. Yes, masterpiece
0: of one. No, that's beautiful. good. No, how about your weekend? What are we doing?
1: Um, well, I'm playing in a golf tournament, and I get to play with my friend Jeff Osborne. Oh. Yes, and so it's called the Schufer International, something at Catawba Country Club. And uh, it's two days. You play 18 and 27 in all these different formats, like nine holes, nine holes against other people. And this is crazy. One of my buddies who I met in Raleigh, who now lives in Charlotte, that I see once a year during the fantasy football draft. He's a big-time golfer. And just out of the blue, I haven't talked to him in nine months. And he said, man, any chance you're playing in a golf tournament uh, the name of the club is CCC, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Catawba Country Club." I'm playing in it. He said, "I'm coming down Thursday. I'm spending oh, wow. the whole weekend in Hickory." Who's he? Who's he staying with? This why well, I say in Hickory is right. It's like Conover, not yeah. De- it's Denver. Actually, is where he is, and um, he's staying with him for the whole weekend. So he'll be at the golf tournament, and he's a load of fun, Alice, Alan Tumas, If you're listening, which I believe you are a listener to the Big Fan, looking forward to spending some time with you. He's a really good golfer, and. uh
0: so is this through Catawba Country Club? Like, Is, it with, is he coming to play with a He's member? He's coming to
1: play with a member. And I didn't recognize the member, his buddy's name, but I'm sure I'll get a chance to meet him. So really looking forward to doing that. And then we're going to go check out the Extraordinaires the, at the home on Saturday evening. So my wife has uh, put a big group together we're all going out there saturday night so it should be uh, a whole lot of fun uh tickets are on sale and i think the doors open at seven ish is that right yeah seven o'clock saturday july 16th and don't forget 12 and under kids are free adults paying at the door 10 bucks should be a lot of fun a lot of good music uh, coming to hickory yeah, hey. So with that being said, buddy, I know we got a lot of stuff to do tonight. We've got our tennis, our summer tennis league. Yep. Is the third week is tonight. Hopefully the rain will hold off and we'll get another W for Team East.
0: I'm looking forward to playing. I haven't been able to play yet because of vacation stuff like that. I'm yep. looking forward to playing. Put me in.
1: Next week you're in for sure. And uh besides that, buddy, that's going to wrap us up for uh this edition of Big Fan. We look forward to speaking to you in 2 weeks when we do have a special surprise moose I was going to run this by by you. Shark Week starts July 27th. Olivia's science teacher, Mr. Ruff, would like to come in here. We can ask any questions about sharks specifically, but anything, space, aliens, plants, you know, any science, any question that about is the weirdest s- plants. <laughs> plants, any question about science that you have, Hank, Mr. Ruff will be here and we'll be able to answer those for us. Okay. You know, like science you, guy, science guy. We're bringing it to to the audience because it's Shark Week. Okay, you know it's Shark Week, so All right. get your shark questions. I'm ex- if anybody Does it wants have to have to be Shark Week, no, it could be anything. But we're bringing them can in. We just not for- have like a heavy dose of alien crap. We're gonna have a couple questions. <laughs> have you know about the new the web Telescope that we're seeing the beginning of with the, how the universe started? Now it's thirteen point three billion years. They thought okay. it was thirteen point eight. Thirteen point three. They're seeing light.
0: What is the, what is this going to do for us? It's going to tell
1: us where we came from, man. That's what it's going to do for us. It's going to unlock your mind. Okay. 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 So be paying attention. Web telescope. It's all over the news. It's all over. It's all over the dark
0: web. It's all over. (laughs) It's all over the inquirer. None of the news uh, I want to look at. Okay. Has, uh,
1: web, trust me, if he if he could put up web telescope on here right now on the internet, it would yeah, come yes, up. On the internet, it would come up. Pop up a million things. You don't have to do that right <laughs> now. Look, <laughs> it took us to these dark websites. Eh, eh, cannot enter. Cannot aliens enter. Do,
0: they're keeping us from it. That's the oh, aliens that's work right. right
1: there. That's what it looks like right there. Look, look how gorgeous those images are coming from web.
0: Isn't this like? And this is like the the size of a quarter in the, like in the sky. I did see something about this.
1: You mean when it's what do you mean? The, the web telescope is so it's a, it's a million miles from us already. It's in the middle of space taking images and shooting them back to us. Million miles in space. It's unbelievable. When did they launch this thing? I can't remember. Moses, do that for I, us. No, <laughs> I mean, it just send moves it off at a, a very million? rapid speed, very, very rapid speed. Anyway, these are questions you can ask Mr. Ruff when he gets here. I'd like to We know. talk to him about sharks. They send it off; it's and,
0: millions of miles away, and they it, send it off Christmas yes, of 2021. That's how fast
1: it's traveling. It's unbelievable. It's technology. It's, you're, you're right. That's it's four, unbelievable. It's four billion dollar satellite. You know? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And, and it, it's funny how it says ten billion right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. Ten billion. It started at four. Whenever budget. Four now over it's. Budget. It was supposed to be four. Now it's ten billion U.S. dollars. Okay. Well. See. Yeah. see what I, you learn here. Yeah. I, hey. I know
0: that it's got a sixty-six by forty-six sunshield on it.
1: Got to have the sunshield. Don't want to get any God, close to the sun with I that. Got to have the sunshield. Well, anyway, I look forward to our next episode where Mister Ruff will be here, hopefully, and we can discuss anything you want to about science. Science. It is exciting. I can't wait. All right. Happy birthday to Harris. Yep. Talk to you guys later. Peace.